It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Ah, listen to that. Nothing beats a vinyl. Some technology just stands the test of time. Our technology not only brings the cool, it also brings the heat. At Mitsubishi Electric, we've been mastering and innovating heat pump technology since 1970. EcoDan, continued innovation in heating for home and business. Mitsubishi Electric, changes for the better. And it is TopHeavyweights.com, the podcast. I'm your host, Sean Rosen, and I'm here with the casual fan, Ryan Price. And we are going to talk about, obviously, what the boxing world has been talking about from this weekend, the Bronze Bomber, and he hit his namesake, knocked out the Nordic Nightmare, Robert Hellenius, Deontay Wilder, KO1, and it was, I guess, in some people's minds, not a surprise. Obviously, from what we said in the last podcast, we're not surprised, uh, but I think the way it happened was a surprise. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Sean. Well, uh, let's just let's just say what we can. First of all, it, it should be noted, only three punches were thrown by Deontay Wilder in that punch, in that fight, in the first round, and the last one obviously did the trick. Yeah. Um, your thoughts? Well, like you say, uh, not not completely surprising. I was definitely surprised um, at how quick it was. I think a lot of people would have been, and surprised at the, at the punch itself. Um, yeah. It was one of those interesting punches that uh, he was on his back foot. Uh, you can sort of, you know, there was an element where you could see, you could. It's easy to say from an outsider's point of view that uh, Hellenius was kind of walking into a very dangerous corner, but he had him on his back foot. I I just don't. I didn't see the punch coming. It just came out of nowhere. It's always, it's incredible when you can see these, you know, people will say things about that kind of punch, but when you watch the footage, his head, it moves. It's a hard punch. You could hear it in the arena. You could hear it. Yeah. It's incredible that they can get that much power Uh, from, from the back, from the back, almost over top. And he was sort of arm punch. You'd think so. Um, But he used his body and, Really, there's a lot to say about so little because yeah. this punch, and I just want to bring this in to sort of expand on the subject a little, and there's parts of this I want to deal with. That punch was a great deal like the famous phantom punch that Muhammad Ali threw in the rematch with Sonny Liston, where mm-hmm. Liston was coming forward, Ali was making him look awkward, and I have to say Robert Hellenius did look awkward. Now, he was fighting a fight that was different from his counter-punching style, sort of a yeah. hard-punching counter-puncher. But I think Hellenius, and he gave post-fight interviews. And uh, again, yeah. 
nothing but great things to say about Robert Hellenius. Let's be very clear. These are all top heavyweights. These are guys that are doing things that none of us can comprehend yeah. at the highest yeah. level. So let's keep 100%. it where it is. There's nothing, uh, nothing to be ashamed of. And just Hellenius implemented a come forward style, which wasn't his yeah. normal way to fight. And it did look awkward on him, frankly. Mm-hmm. But Helen, mm-hmm. but Wilder, to his credit, employed a boxing style where he stayed back, moved side to side. Yeah, he, which again is not his. No, it's he's a not. he's a he's a hunter. Well, generally. he did. Do, well, it, yeah, but he did do a lot of that in his early career when he was building up, where he sort of mm-hmm. took advantage of the opponent's um, wide open style to sort of. Right without taking undue risk by attacking. I mean, everyone's under risk. And I think Deontay Wilder has made that point that everyone is under risk. So, yeah. but I just have to say, it looked it looked a lot like the punch that Muhammad Ali dropped Sonny Liston with, which in, in effect ended that fight in the first yeah. round. And everyone thought it was a fix. Yeah, um, and you see this, you see some of the same things online, I've noticed. And, and I'm, it seems ridiculous. Like I said, you can hear it, you can see the head movement. And, and I don't, and, and even I, the spot, even the, in, I'm not, sh- I don't really know much about this, but it's, it almost seems like it's connecting somewhere sort of temple-ish area where it's, it was it's sort a dangerous of, area. Yeah. And Hellenius was coming forward. Mm-hmm. Wilder was bringing himself back from the ropes. Right. And the way Hellenius came forward. And again, this is, <laughs> he, you know, he had uh, his left coming forward but the, the space between his left and his and the opening was huge. Yeah. And I just don't think Hellenius anticipated, and he said it, and I'm, and I'm saying this based on what yeah. he said. I'm yeah. not, you know, I, I don't claim to be an expert on the sport of no, boxing, no. but no. I've watched a lot and I've studied a lot. Um, I just think that Hellenius made the point that he didn't consider that Wilder could have effectively implemented a back foot style where if the opponent is coming forward, because Hellenius probably knew he was being reckless, but he just mm-hmm. didn't consider Wilder to be an effective puncher while going backwards. Now, right. Fury got Wilder going backwards. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. we know that there were many moments of danger in the third fight. In the second fight, Fury did it the way he wanted to do it, kept Wilder going backwards. But Fury was using yeah. a hard jab and head movement and feints, yeah. and a lot of things to keep Wilder off balance. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and and Fury seems, uh, from my bit of watching, it seems like that he uh, he he has an ability to get his hands like he sort of ties you up when he starts coming at you. Like he uses it's, the size and it's 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 a it's the kind of skill that he doesn't have to necessarily be thinking of doing these things when he actually does them effectively. Right, and right. I think Fury has that, and uh, and and I would say. One of the things that should come out of this bout is um, Wilder is, is showing, has shown an incredible adaptive ability to expand on his repertoire. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came in there at the top of his game. Um, yeah. And he implemented a style that wasn't his style, and it worked yeah. perfectly. And <laughs> anyone who insinuates that somehow uh, Robert Hellenius was not worthy of being there as a comeback opponent oh, yeah, no. he was absolutely worthy absolutely. of being there i think this the 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 credit has to go to deontay wilder and both fighters obviously but deontay wilder gets the credit for having the right counter plan Hellenius yeah. had the plan yeah yeah but, but wilder had the counter plan and it was a counter punch in a sense yeah um even though you know Hellenius hadn't actually thrown an effective punch it was an effect a response sure. punch right for sure so yeah, it's it's uh, it's 
it's also interesting i mean the talk is definitely of the fact that you know it, it's it's strange to watch something where they're saying oh the bronze bomber is back and you're sort of like well was he was he gone but it is a big question after someone loses two fights i mean back to back against uh, against the man like you don't really know what that's going to do i guess so i suppose that's what people are celebrating even though there's an element where you're like this guy is dynamic he's an incredible fighter and that right hand is incredible so it's funny to sort of say someone's back when you're like this guy's well it's it's the i think there's a certain people like to grab onto things i mean to me deontay wilder is a top-notch athlete at the potential yeah. prime of his of his abilities and period now yes yeah. he lost to one boxer tyson fury that's no shame and in that yeah. in that in those bouts except well the second one not so much but in the yeah, first the and the third, third and, uh, he showed that he could do a lot of damage to tyson fury including yeah. dropping him twice and when you can drop someone twice that means if you need to or if the if the if the situation is there you can finish it yeah now Certainly. do you think um i was i was thinking about this in the sense of uh the fact that Fury is someone who has, you know, now on multiple occasions received the full force of um, a Deontay Wilder punch has been to the canvas three times, is it, in the course of the three fights? Uh, four, four times, I believe. Four times, yeah. Um, but has gotten back up and finished. Right. Uh, now, do you think, is that a testament purely to Fury or is there also aspects, you know, like my, the only sport I've ever really played is uh, soccer, for example, and I know that sometimes you you know no, what you're trying to do. That's that's football for our friends across the uh, ocean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, football probably more aptly named. Um, but I know that the, when I when you're playing, you you have the intent. You see the ball coming, you get your foot on it. But sometimes you just get that sweet spot, and uh, I'm sure any athlete knows that. So is that also in this case? Is there that element where it's just like uh, sweet spot, fights over? I, I do believe that with enough with effective timing meaning that the mm -hmm. opponent doesn't see the punch coming mm -hmm. and there's actually it's actually been done in such a way that the opponent has reached you've anticipated the reach you've literally worked around the reach yeah with with enough time and you put it through with perfect timing the opponent doesn't see it um and yeah yeah and it lands yeah. on the sweet spot as you say yeah I think and that can be the difference between anyone. Get, yeah, between getting up or not getting uh, up. Absolutely. So, oh, there's yeah. a difference between getting dropped. Yeah. Um, and and having your senses. Yeah. And getting dropped yeah. and not having your senses. I mean, I think, yeah. uh, why, um, Tyson Fury did not. Well, again, you know, it's funny. I know. I know. It's, I know. I don't know what to say about it, but <laughs> no, I mean, no, but you know, not to take away from anything, but I think it was Jarrell mm -hmm. Miller, and I know Jarrell Miller has got a lot of his critics out there, but this has nothing to do with his career. But he, um, his feeling was that in the uh, first uh, Wilder Fury fight, mm -hmm. that yes, Fury was hit by a two punch combination and dropped. But Jarrell Miller, and it's real, but Jarrell Miller yeah. sort of indicated that Fury, when he went down, decided to keep his eyes closed and do that or stare, you know, collect that himself. there was sort of yeah. collect himself. But in the flash moment of his talent and everything, he. Did he wasn't. The, he did yeah. the dramatic, he, you know. And, he got yeah, a, or even, or even just the intelligent thing to do, where it's kind of yeah. like I need to. I, I did just get connected with, and I need to collect yeah. myself. But he yeah. hadn't been. But he hadn't well, been as knocked out as perhaps it looked. Exactly. Or that's a possibility. Yeah. Who, yeah. who knows? We're all. We're just. Of uh, course, missing, yeah. Of course, of course. We don't know. But I do yeah. think that the type of punch. But you see again. You see the type of punch that 
uh, Hellenius got uh, dropped by and obviously knocked out mm-hmm. by, and it was hard. To, it was tough to watch. He's a good guy, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I think Wilder and everyone feels that. Hopefully, if they yeah. recognize oh, yeah. what a great sportsman uh, Robert Hellenius oh, is, but, oh, for sure. Um, but um, if that, but you see, it's hard to imagine uh, Tyson Fury getting hit by that punch because the position that Hellenius was in when it hit him and the uh, the vulnerability yeah. that was exposed, Tyson Fury wouldn't do that. Yeah, right, right. Um, you know, Tyson yeah. Fury did finish the uh, second fight of their trilogy with an attack in the corner against Wilder with a flurry being thrown. But at that point, Wilder had already switched into gloves up protection mode. Yeah, yeah. And which he wasn't in. He was no, going side no. to side and no. moved. So we don't want to, you know, go too far. But I think no. what, sh- what should come out of this is that everyone likes, not everyone, but many like to say that Wilder is not skilled in the sport of boxing. I think that... It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Is going to have to be dispelled at some point. Yeah. Whether in the future or the far future, because he's showing you the reason you're a great boxer is to be effective in the boxing ring and do what needs to be done. And Deontay Wilder has shown that and he's showing it more going forward. So let's uh, welcome back. Not welcome back. Let's. Let's be thankful that yeah. the Browns bomber, the bronze bomber, is still with us, and that yeah. uh, things are going fine. Well, he definitely, uh, he definitely adds a lot to the. He's, it's yeah. great that he's in there. He's, uh, he's, just in the sense of his. There's some some people where you can just sense the, their heart and their, like the amount. He's a true warrior. It's 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 uh, it's awe inspiring. Yeah, it is, and he's brought. I think uh, the mission mission accomplished. The American market is now paying yeah. closer attention because one of theirs is ready to take another stab definitely. at it and for definitely. real. So that's a good yeah, thing. Definitely. Ah, listen to that. Norton beats a vinyl. Some technology just stands the test of time. Our technology not only brings the cool, it also brings the heat. At Mitsubishi Electric, we've been mastering and innovating heat pump technology since 1970. EcoDan, continued innovation in heating for home and business. Mitsubishi Electric, changes for the better. Um, Frank Sanchez uh, stops Carlos Negron in the ninth round. We pretty much called that one, said it would be a late round mm-hmm. knockout or a 10 round decision. Um, yeah. I think Sanchez had problems uh, with Negron uh, in the first few rounds. Uh, Negron fought effectively. Sanchez turned up the heat. In the last couple of rounds, he had to. He didn't want another 10-round decision that was sort of mm-hmm. dull, if you will. Um, I think he moves on. He doesn't shoot forward. He's not. He hasn't got anyone talking about it, um, no. really. No. 
So we'll have to see with Frank Sanchez. He's uh, he's a you know he's a top fifteen guy. Some yep. would say top ten, but we'll have to see. Let's just yeah. move on. Carlos Negron. I'm afraid his uh, his future right now looks like um, more journeyman type fights. He's a solid right. guy. He can uh, he can give anyone a go. Mm-hmm. But the problem is he just doesn't seem to have the ability to, uh, or not the ability at a certain level. He just doesn't seem to have what it takes to win the big one. So. Um, yeah. But yeah. moving on, also on the undercard, there was an, uh, there a couple of there was actually two heavyweight fights on the deep undercard. One was a real back and forth. We're not going to cover that right now, but if uh, fans want to check it out, it is there. But really interesting, uh, Gergen Hovhannisian. Is that the way you say it? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's right. Hovhannisian. Yeah. Hovhannisian. Gergen Hovhannisian yeah. wins a sixth round TKO over Michael Polite Coffee. Uh, interesting fight. Again, the most uh, we talked about it before, but now that he's won, he's four and zero, four knockouts. Gergen, um, Hovenesian, uh, he took on an opponent in Michael Polite Coffee that was top fifty or maybe top forty, even top in the top fifties, mm-hmm. top forties. An opponent which was of a higher caliber than a lot of prospects and even some of the top heavyweights in the top thirty are uh, going up against, and he won by sixth round knockout. Ryan, I encouraged you to look at this. I know you're a casual fan, and it wasn't on your yeah. radar, but I yeah. sort of pushed, gave the Armenian push there, if you will. Yes. To look at yes. Mr. Gergen Hovhannisian, uh, and uh, what did you think? Um, well, it was it was definitely a, a fascinating fight. Um, from you know, it was it was a good fight to watch, even in the sense that Lennox was commenting, so you get some intelligent. You're getting a lot of intelligent uh, information and things that I wouldn't have known as far as. Um, as far as the shape of the shape that coffee came in to the fight at, there was some yeah. commentary about the fact that he was a bit heavy, but uh, he definitely, I mean, from, from the hearsay and from also watching the fight, he's, he seems like a very dangerous opponent. Uh, it was, I was very impressed to be honest with uh, Hobisi and then he was, yeah. uh, it's always incredible to watch someone where you're like, where he's not, you know, it's not a beauty contest. He's he's a he's a large man, but yeah. <laughs> to see to see large men fight with like fast with incredible combinations. Yeah. Um, and almost that sort of um, I mean, as a casual fan, the thing that you're kind of watching for is that sort of uh, that little extra something. And there was something about his foot movement and about the way that he was moving, and even the way that he he got hit on the shoulder in an early round. Yeah. And he sort yeah. of shook it off, and he was told yeah. to. Don't don't fool around, and yeah, yeah. that kind of thing is the sort of it adds that that little bit of spice to a fighter where you're kind of like this guy's interesting to watch. So uh, yeah, and I think I don't, the fact that know. he's the fact that he's four and zero with four knockouts that's that's not hard. Well, that's that's not the the subject. The subject is the he's the only active heavyweight from Armenia, yeah, in the world. Really? Yep. And <laughs> he is now by box Rex considered the number 53 heavyweight in the world by box rec and that's amazing after four have four professional fights yeah unreal. he's got a good amateur background he knows what he's doing he's obviously got character and uh we'll leave it at that i think for michael yeah. polite coffee he didn't have all that uh background and history uh he's sort of a latecomer and he mm-hmm. uh former marine great guy i've heard him being interviewed um but i think he may have reached uh a level where if he's facing off against a, a heavyweight with solid fundamentals, um, he's going to have problems. Yeah. 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 And his punching power and his size just, I don't think are enough. Not quite enough. Yeah. Not quite enough. Yeah. So yeah, now um, it's, always, it's always interesting watching that sort of fight where, where you're looking at these, 
guys who are still, you know, to be somewhere in the top 50 in the world is just such an unbelievable feat. Um, But yeah, you still watch them and you're kind of like, but then when you watch the fights that came out, you watch the fight that came after and you watch Lenius and, uh, and Wilder and you, you think, what's, uh, what's the, what is the level difference? You know, because right, right. you, you see Hovassian well, and there was yeah. definitely comments about the fact that he was he was in dangerous positions at times because oh, yeah. he was squared up to his opponent. And sort of those are the sort of things you have to learn, but you have to try to learn those things without losing bouts. Like it's so fascinating. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an art. I mean, if you mm-hmm. are if you are in charge of uh, managing a top heavyweight or an undefeated heavyweight or whatever, you have to literally maneuver the the heavyweight forward in a way that they don't get beaten, yeah. But they also yeah. have to get enough out of those bouts to advance, and it, mm-hmm. the, the and to advancing learn. and to learn. And it, you can only learn so much in sparring and training. You have to apply yeah, it, fight, yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, so Gergen Hovhannisian, I think his name is going to become more well known based on what I saw. Uh, I see a lot of potential there, and I yeah. think um, let's definitely not let's not go overboard. But no, no, but it's definitely interesting. definitely interesting and fun There's, to watch. Interesting. There is talk, and of course, the top heavyweight schedule is barren right now, except for Mr. Kozabutsky, who's got a fight coming up. Um, but there are there is talk of fights. We've already discussed uh, the potential mm-hmm. fight between um, Daniel Dubois and Kevin Lorena, two guns yep. Lorena, but uh, that is not confirmed, and we'll just no. have to wait. Uh, Dillian White might be coming back against undefeated American Jermaine Franklin. Now, Jermaine Franklin mm-hmm. is an undefeated heavyweight. As a casual fan, have you heard of Jermaine Franklin? No, I haven't. No, no. He sort of came onto the... He was coming up. Uh, he had had a good victory. Uh, well, he had had good victories, but he had had a little difficulty with um, Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Forrest. No, not Jermaine. Jerry Forrest, excuse me. And um, his career is sort of... He's had some soft opponents. He has um, made mention of uh, difficulties with management and promotions, but he is undefeated. He's probably, you know, based on his soft recent uh, uh, competition, he's probably in the top 50, top 40 area, but definitely someone with ambitions to be the next yep. big American heavyweight. Apparently, he might be coming back against Dillian White and the fight would be in the United Kingdom. So um, that's interesting. We'll yeah, leave it at that. that's interesting. Yeah, That is interesting. So I think that's uh, that's about all we've got right now, Ryan. Um, you know, looking at the top, I was just saying right now, looking at the top heavyweight rankings, um, let's just see generally what is the story with everyone. What's quickly happening? You know, Tyson Fury, yeah. the Chisora fight still being discussed apparently, but I think there's a groundswell of rejection for that, which might somehow scuttle the deal. I still think there's a chance we won't see Tyson Fury in 2022. Right. Yep. Alexander yeah. Yeah, Usyk. No, yeah. Sorry. What do you think? I mean, I just... Well, no, it doesn't. It, does, it really doesn't look like it. And and I I mean, I would be part of that groundswell. I'm not really interested in seeing... Fury faced Chisora as a fan, as a casual fan. Yeah, no, it would be hard for me to get people together to watch it. It would yeah. be difficult, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. yeah, it's strange. Like, Fury's almost sort of in the, it seems almost in this, from my point of view, it almost looks like he's in this frozen space where you're kind of getting more curious about, like, well, it's Wilder's next fight. What's Ushik's next yeah. fight? Like, it's, right. you know, you're sort of, I think there's that danger of sort of where you're kind of, he's got to, he has to do, he's got to do something interesting at some well, point. And this is it. I mean, you know, it's it would be nice. I mean, I still think Joe Joyce, despite his performance against uh, Joseph Parker, he's still a little underdone in the professional mm-hmm. ranks. I think he still needs to, in a sex, in a sense, perfect, per, I don't know, perfect his style and his yeah. actual way of attacking. Uh, um, all right, so let's uh, Alexander Usyk. Who knows? I mean, he could pick up the phone and say to Wilder, "Let's put a deal together in Las Vegas." And that yeah, would which be, would be 
I mean, that's monsters. there. That is oh. right there. Yeah, be monsters. Again, uh, Deontay Wilder, he's obviously done his thing. I hope he's back sooner rather than later. Uh, he didn't mm-hmm. obviously take any punishment in that fight. No. So he's fully trained and ready to go. Um, it would be nice if they could get him back into the ring in December. I mean, yeah. if, if he wants to have fun and he wants to enjoy the next three years and he hasn't taken any punishment, but who knows? I mean, that's yeah. it's, it's boxing, right? Anthony it's... Joshua, apparently, talking to Odo Valin. Uh, Joe Joyce, he wants to come back. But again, uh, aside from putting his name forward against Tyson Fury and uh, Anthony Joshua, mm-hmm. we don't really know. Yeah. Uh, Andy yeah. Ruiz Jr., we have to think he's waiting for potentially Deontay Wilder for that final WBC eliminator. Yeah. Billion White, we just spoke about him. Joseph Parker, he has gone into, uh, we don't really hear much from Joseph Parker. He was talking about getting back right away in December. He was concerned about drifting away from the sport, but I have a feeling that the pressures, realities, and limitations of that plan are sort of coming to, to bear. Uh, he's yeah. just figuring out that, no, he can't just do that, I think, for yeah. personal and professional reasons. Um, yeah. And also, he needs to take the effectively, take the time off when you're getting knocked out like that. Uh, you have yeah. to, there's a recovery yeah. period that's in that's in. I think you have to do it. Luis yeah, Ortiz, I think, so. I think he's putting himself out there. I wouldn't be surprised if he popped up as an opponent somewhere. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, where seems... I'm seeing him. Philip Hergovic, very quiet since winning against Zaili Zhang. And uh, Michael Hunter, he was supposed to be facing against uh, Huey Fury, but that fell through, and Hunter has gone quiet as well. So that's yeah. sort of the top I mean, 10. Was there any... Yeah, that's the top 10. Yeah. Uh, what's the big Russian? Um Oh, of course. Well, he is coming back. Very good. Ryan Price, casual fan, uh, giving me something to talk about. Yes, he is coming back. Arslan Beck Makhmadov. He'll be returning in December in Shawinigan, Quebec, Canada. Uh, we don't have the opponent yet. Simon Keane is fighting on the undercard. And uh, Simon <laughs> Keane, let me see now, I think the opponent, Lenroy Thomas is who Simon Keane is fighting. So that's a, okay. but again, I have to say it's a Simon Keane, just not enough to be on the schedule right now. He's sort of right. doing these fights that are kind of just, just not competitive right not quite enough, enough. but yeah. arslan beck makhmadov he'll be back in december and that fight will be on espn plus in the states as well as punchinggrace.com in uh, the non-american market or the american market if you will um arslan beck makhmadov is high in the wbc ratings they've brought him up to number four mm-hmm. and um he's right there he's got top rank involved um i'm i would and they are really pushing this event in Shawinigan, Quebec. I mean, most of our listeners won't know where that is, but it's a smaller market in uh, Quebec, a part of Canada province, and they're building it as a major, major event in the Shawinigan market. So uh, yeah. if they give Arslan Beck-Makmanoff the kind of opponent I think they will, which has to be someone on the international awareness scale. Definitely going to be a big event in Shawinigan yeah so that's, definitely. that's coming up yeah. definitely still worth watching that's for sure it'll be uh it'll be fun to see oh absolutely so uh there's at least that to look forward to maybe we're going to have some announcements in the next in the next week or so we are not sure um I don't know I guess we're getting close to the end of the line Ryan we any uh any closing comments what do you think uh I mean, it's, point, it's really it's kind of weird honestly, we're at this point it, it feels it just feels at this point that you're kind of um there was there was some high hopes I think for 2022. Yeah, uh, there was, yeah. you, some of those will have to go over to 2023, but we'll just uh, keep our fingers crossed for you know, as soon as soon as possible. It's funny, you know, at the end of 2018 there were high hopes for 2019. At the end of 2019 mm-hmm. there were high hopes for 2020, and that certainly didn't happen. And 2021 yeah. and 2020, it's kind of yeah. But there's again, I think Jermaine, I, Fra- Jermaine Franklin is an example of a heavyweight who's undefeated and he's ready to make a deal. 
Yeah. Wants to make his yeah. move. Yeah. And um, we'll see what that does. Okay. All right. Uh, for Ryan Price, nice. the ca- yeah. For Ryan Price, the casual fan, I'm going to sign off, and I'm Sean Rosen. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will be back when there is something to talk about. Cheers. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.